0: And welcome to The League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca.
1: And I'm John. And I'm Mark.
0: And today we are talking about the daring bombardier Corky, who was released September 19th, 2009. Our little old yordle.
2: So old. Indeed. So yordle.
0: I just realized that we were, before recording, we were talking about how we have very little to talk about because Corky has just a bio. But he is our first yordle. So maybe we yeah. should have used this episode to talk about Yordles a bit.
2: I figured we might, maybe, but I didn't look at Bandle City <laughs> stuff. I forgot. <laughs> we should I have did said
0: Bandle. All right. Well, he he's not going to be our first or our only Bandle City. And I feel like a lot of the Yordles are really weak in the lore department. So our next yeah. Yordle, we'll talk about it. I guess.
2: Well, Mark said he. Mark said he read up on it.
0: Oh, you did. I did,
1: but I will. I guess I'll spoiler say that him. they're. Yeah. Right. Uh, there wasn't a ton. I feel like they were. They reminded me of. It's, mm. it's funny. There's so many parallels between Corky and Shogath. In addition to having a no lore, <laughs> uh, the region that he's from is also. Bandle City doesn't have a ton of lore. I feel like that. That cinematic that we got is probably mm. the most, like the deepest amount we've gotten about um, about Yordles really. But and it's we'll so
0: good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know at what point <clears throat> there was a specific point where they where bandle city changed from being just like a random spot on the map to being some sort of like magical place that could only be gotten to through magical means i don't know specifically what point that was but uh at some point that happened
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's it's weird because it's definitely i guess a retcon or or it's them you know bringing mm. them into the new lore but it was a lot less severe than you know what they did with Sharima and stuff like that so it's harder to Like the Yordles, it's hard to pin down a little bit, you know?
0: (laughs) I I guess they really had to focus their efforts on one location. So when the new lore rollout kind of was launched, it was really about Shirima. So I guess that was kind of the smarter way to do it because it would have been really overwhelming to, like, make it, you know, 10 different locations in the new lore. But I wish they would do another lore thing. You know, I feel like it's been a while since we've. I don't know. Gotten a big lore event, right?
2: I guess. Well, we are about to get the Ruined King RPG, oh. which I assume they is going to be a huge lore event. Mm. Um, and they've also, I guess, been with the Legends of Runeterra releases, been been doing some lore dumps. Um, <laughs> but I, I think mm. the I think the Ruined King is going to kind of be our our big thing for this year.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I guess Shadow Isles. Which, funny enough, is also something we haven't gotten to yet. So,
0: No, I <laughs> don't know what our first Shadow Isles champion is going to be.
1: Gosh, let me think. Elise. I'm not sure. Um, I was going to say, he's the first
2: one Elise I'm is, thinking
0: of. Elise is soon. So, well,
1: That's good. Anyone in the Ds? I don't know. I don't remember who League of Legends champions are. Every time I start trying to think of them,
0: <laughs> I'm just I know. I might go they just just disappear. So, like I said, Corgi just has a bio. Mark, did you happen to get the word count of this compared to Chogath? I did. I think I it was... might have been shorter than Chogath.
1: Okay, <laughs> well, I guess we'll say, before before I spoil that, um, what do y'all think? Shorter? <laughs> so, you think shorter, Rebecca. What about you, John? Shorter, longer? I think it's we shorter. Think it's exactly even? The dark horse?
0: God. John's watching
2: YouTube. Hang on. <laughs> no, I'm told, I was trying to find the trailer. Um, I'm going to say it is...
1: Did it feel shorter or longer?
2: I'm going to say it's shorter.
1: Oh, interesting. I'm say interesting.
2: Just barely shorter. Mm. Interesting.
1: Uh, y'all, y'all are both wrong. It's just barely longer. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, he clocks Damn in it, it. Oh, but it was close. close One point zero five chogaths. Fucking two hundred and forty words. <laughs> two forty-six. Sorry. So he's a whole twelve words longer. <laughs>
0: So I want to say, a spoiler for the future, I was poking around a little bit because I finished Corky's lore in, you know, 90 seconds, and I found a champion with a shorter word count. Lore. I think
1: I think I spoiled myself, and I think oh. I know who you're talking about, I'm excited. but I don't know if we want to say yeah.
2: it i Well, I'm, it's going to be a surprise for me, because I, I have no idea. Um, Do you ever think that the only reason that Cho'Gas' lore is so short is because he hasn't ulted yet? That's why it's so small. <laughs>
0: So do you want to guess, do you know. want to know the champion or the word count?
2: Is my mic on?
1: Because <laughs> 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 he, he hasn't yelled yet.
0: I know, we're, we're using the same microphone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll put that joke in the that episode. We'll, yeah. we'll re-edit it.
0: <laughs> I'll just cut it in.
1: Um, I would like to know the word, because I think I know which champion, because I think I also found this when I was looking around at Yordles. Um. And I'd like to not spoil John on that, but maybe the word count we can get and
0: uh it's eighty words long. Oh
1: my god, it it seemed pretty
0: <laughs> eighty. They gave him like a tagline. Like I think taglines are even longer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well that will be interesting when we get to that champion. Whoever Wild they may oh, be. Oh yeah,
0: whoever that happens to be. Okay. I'm pumped. <laughs> so, Mark, do you want to tell us uh, what's in those two hundred words of lore? Those two
1: hundred and forty-six words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 very very short. Um, the thing I guess before I go into this, the thing that's not clear to me, we can talk about it, is how much of this is is even canon at this point. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. First of all, it's in past tense, like in a way that made me think Corky died.
2: Right? <laughs> that's that's going to be the big lore update reveal.
1: Corky's been dead this whole time. I was, I
0: was like, is Corky dead? He was just in a cinematic. I know he's an old man, but...
1: You know, okay. You know, that would actually be an interesting write <laughs> If you put him in the Shadow Isles, if he came back as, you know, oh a ghost God. bombardier Corky, and he could be a nice spot of... <laughs> You know he doesn't even know he's dead, or he doesn't care, and he could be a nice spot of like comedic uh, brightness for that region, because that whole region otherwise is so right? dour. Right. But he's just the still Shadow fighting. The are
0: real. They're a real bummer. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> they could use a breath of fresh air.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'll, I'll get into it, and we can. And I think it should become obvious okay. as we read it um, why I have questions about whether this shit's canon. So uh, it talks about. <laughs> When Heimerdinger and his Yordle colleagues migrated to Piltover, they Corky was amongst them and they made a uh, a bunch of groundbreaking contributions. Already that's kind of weird. The idea that the Yordles have like gone there just living in Piltover um and just I guess cuz Heimer is but it's weird with the Yordles cuz they they're gla- they use glamours and shit. They pr- often pretend mm-hmm. to be people. The way this is written it reads like, "Oh, the Yordles just it's like like gnomes in DD or something like that. Oh yeah, it's the yordles <laughs> over there and they do shit. Um, now Corky got his uh, his uh what is it? The Daring Bombardier, is that his subtitle? Is that what we're what we're calling them?
0: Yes, that's his subtitle.
1: Yeah. Um, by test piloting the original design for the reconnaissance operations frontline copter. Some <laughs> old league humor fucking raffle <laughs> oh,
0: oh my fucking god old memes, dead
1: memes <laughs> i wasn't
0: paying attention when i read yeah. this that's
1: great and um and he made up the backbone of the bandle city expeditionary force whatever that is and he is was a part of a squadron called the screaming yip snakes and they sword over valoran you know surveying the landscape and it also says conducting aerial acrobatics for the benefits of like he's doing like plane shows i don't fucking know
0: it's so he's just doing barrel rolls between fucking wars.
1: yeah now it it talks about him doing several tours of duty not clear how that how that works right like
0: who's at war with who
1: um thrives on danger you know he's a he's a he just loves the the, the smell of you know napalm in the morning or whatever it is <laughs> and um uh and he you know he's also modified his 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 raffle copter with a bunch of weapons that um some people think aren't even necessarily for their their actual effectiveness but just for show just because it's you know he he likes you know showing off or just having big flashy explosions um it's cool yeah and it says, "Okay, so this is the other canon thing." It says when open hostilities ceased, who knows what that means? Where that <laughs> 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 yeah. fighting? Anywhere, who knows? Uh, Corky was forced into <laughs> retirement, and he tried to make do with uh, stunt flying, so doing just air shows, canyon running, et cetera. But was never the same without you know the the, the heat of battle, and that's it. And this is where, after reading that, you are talking about being in past tense, especially that last bit about him being like mm-hmm. doing air shows and shit. I bet, and I bet, before I went and looked at it, that this is just the old lore, and they just chopped off the end, and the end was, and then oh. he went into the League of Legends.
0: Oh my god, you're freaking right.
1: <laughs> I am right, because I went and looked it up, and it was like, oh, oh yeah. Oh my
0: god.
1: Because <laughs> that's, I mean, that's exactly what would happen. That's, I think that's why the writing on this mm. feels so weird, is because this whole, like, depiction of Corky as like a, you know, champions as celebrity was a big thing with the League. The Clash of Fates lore, as as I'm calling it now, and that's why this reads so weird. That like, oh, he retired and he's trying to do air shows, and you know, that's just so fucking bizarre.
0: So now he's on Summoner's Rift, murdering people because it gives him the thrill.
1: (laughs) Yes, and I think yeah, the only
2: thing that gets him up in the morning.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's quirky's lore.
2: That is Quirky's lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we mentioned, it is kind of lore light, so I have prepared some treats for everyone. <laughs> some <laughs>
0: treats, ooh.
2: Uh, so we'll start with kind of the standard stuff. We'll go through some cinematics that mm-hmm. he's a part of. Uh, now, obviously, there's the most recent one. Uh, what's it called again? Don't mess with a yordle? Is that? Don't mess with yordles. Don't, don't mess with yordles
0: a.k.a. Uh, the best cinematic it is <laughs> riot the best cinematic
2: <laughs> uh, yeah it's very good He he's kind of a starring role in that it is it is a beautiful trailer uh, basically Timo gets abducted he goes to rescue him with the help of Tristana and Lulu they kind of bumble around Lulu has to save them and it all ends happy It's great. (laughs) You should watch it, though.
0: Uh, One thing I'm curious about, this kind of dives into Yordles, but the cinematic reminds me of that. So do people, are Yordles, like, mysterious things people don't know if they exist or not? But I, like, except maybe some people are aware of them. Because in the cinematic, Graves and who else is there? Twisted Fate. Twisted Fate. uh, Graves wants to capture the Yordles to sell them. Is that it?
2: There's kind of a constant bounty on yordles uh they're worth a lot of money as as bounties
0: oh for what reason
2: magical beings is my guess okay kind of
0: like a i don't know they want to prove they exist or something like that
2: and there are probably also people that would pay good money just for like one for magical beings some might pay good money just to like kill magical beings i'm Mm. looking at you Vane. um (laughs) and shit (laughs) things like that
0: okay interesting because i did like how i mean it, it, we're told that they go in disguise so i assume and bandle city seems like you can only get there my magical means so i assume that people don't know about yordles but tf knew what yordles were twisted fate was like yeah don't fuck with yordles leave them yeah. be not worth the trouble <laughs> not worth the trouble
1: yeah i, anyway, I think it's continue I, I think to that point it's it's kind of the case that they're they sit as quasi myth quasi legend where some people like tf you know graves probably no and and i guess in part of Bilgewater they're like, oh, yeah, yordles, yordles exist. There's bounties on them. And then other places, they're probably just rumored, mm-hmm. right? And you got places like yeah, Ionia that's what I was and Kennan, where they know that yordles exist because he's just there.
0: Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kennan just hanging out. Mm-hmm.
1: Just chilling.
2: It reminds me of, like, animals like <laughs> giraffes and things like that in, like, olden oh. days when someone who wasn't from an area that oh. had giraffes would, like, see one. And, like, that's how the myths of, like, a lot of, like, chimera-type creatures came oh. about because they're like, oh, it's got the... The, you know, legs of a deer and the body of a leopard and the head of a snake.
0: (laughs) 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 Interesting.
1: Yeah, that's a neat take on them, actually. Uh, So he is also
2: in, and this isn't necessarily a cinematic, it's more of a skins trailer, but man, was it delightful. (laughs) (laughs) So the uh, Corgi Corky is in (laughs) a (laughs) Cats vs. Dogs skin trailer. And the whole trailer is kind of in the in the theme of an actual like dog show, and it's very good. It's quirky and Fizz competing as the dogs against the cats, uh, Yorick and Rengar. Yorick in a cat costume here, (laughs) which the announcers also call out. (laughs) It's it's very good. (laughs) Uh, and the last cinematic, which is, again, he's not featured in. It's just kind of a little Easter egg in the cinematic because Giants has Easter eggs for everyone. Uh, <laughs> he is in the giant cinematic. And man, folks, this one was a tough one to find because I had heard that he was in it. They don't give timestamps or anything like that. So you kind of had to comb through and. When they say he's in it, what they mean is that there is a sticker on the railing <laughs> in one of the scenes of Corky with giant legs.
0: Oh my gosh. Do you have a timestamp for with it? Giant um,
2: legs? I don't think I wrote oh, it down, but I honey. Yeah, which so the picture doesn't match exactly, but this is almost assuredly a reference to the crazy Boris video of uh, Corky uncoptered. <laughs>
1: That's what I was I was wondering, when you said giant legs, I was like, does he mean that crazy Boris video? I
0: don't... I definitely have seen that, but it's not coming to me. He did Can't Kill You in the Zillion, though, right? Yeah, he did. That Uh, one stuck with me more than anything else.
2: Yeah, this was one where uh, Corky's copter gets shot down, and then... He just stands up, and he's like ten feet tall. (laughs) Okay, I remember that now. It's coming back (laughs) to me. So they have a sticker of that in one of the scenes where Echo's rapping.
1: That's a hell of a catch. Goddamn! It was a tough one, (laughs) (laughs) frame by frame. Uh, Now, in terms of, yeah,
2: it really was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, actually another kind of reference in there because he's part of this universe is there was a one of the stores that's in uh, the opening scene of that music video is Piltover Customs, uh, which is Heimerdinger's, you know, custom store. But Mm. Corky is part of that universe and he has his uh, plane altered there. Hmm. So there you go. Now we have a few alternate universes. Obviously, we talked about the cats first dogs one. It is set in a world where cats and dogs reign, uh, and they just battle against each other. That's that's kind of Jared Rosen's lore blurb for that universe. Uh, and Corky's is Corgi Corky, uh, a dog trainer with some impractical ideas about canine aerodynamics. Corky has entered the world's foremost pet show with a flight-enabled Pembroke Welsh Corgi. Why has he done this? What does he hope to gain? Is he really a Yordle, or just a very small man? (laughs) These are all important questions. (laughs) He is also part of the Arcade Universe. Mm. There's a little lore blurb in that one. Uh, The fearless protagonist of a 1980s top-down shooter, Corky resists Vegar's battle bosses the same way he resists being shot down by thousands of glowing bullets. Move fast and shoot everything before it shoots him. Next up, we have (laughs) Lunar (laughs) Revel which uh, Dragon Wing Corky's a part of. And the Lunar Wing one is set around the mythos. Um, it's set around the mythos and festivals of Ionia's Lunar Revel and also has like, real-world Asian lunar-, lunar New Year components. Um, so this one's blurb is, uh, Corky's pit crew made sure to outfit him with a special ship for Lunar Revel, emblazoned with the visage of a dragon to scare off evil spirits. It has been further modified to spray bullets and fire explosives, presumably... Also to scare off evil spirits.
0: So if memory serves me right, was this one of the first skins that had like really different like attack graphics and stuff?
2: It was one of the first. I don't know if it was like the no, first, yeah. but it was definitely uh, the whole like fireworks when mm-hmm. he was doing yeah. his Gatling gun and like the Psew! when he ults was, yeah. was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think there was like that, and like Lion Dance. Cogma was a, a, a big one when for this event, and that was that's one that I, I re- yeah. remember having that going on.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Those were those are pretty
1: cool. They're still good. Yeah, they still hold up. <laughs> I mean, there's no yeah, toboggan. Course I still use the be- <laughs> dragon wing every now.
2: <laughs> uh. Oh, man. So oh, I've got, man. yeah, fun facts about that one, too. But, <laughs> uh, and then the last one is the Piltover Customs one that we talked Ugh. about. Hot Rod Corky. Your plane sheeting was busted, so we replaced it with a bullet-resistant alloy and four-cylinder external-mounted coal engine. Plus, we painted flames on the front. No extra charge. <laughs> and if we remember, Blitzcrank did get charged extra for his flames.
0: <gasps> Why don't they like Blitzcrank.
2: Who
1: knows?
0: Wow!
1: Rude. I, I think we we decided it was just Yordle favoritism, right? Heim, that's true. Heim oh. it. Heimer, Heimer,
0: That's true. The Donger.
1: The, the Dong. <laughs> <laughs> the,
2: the Dong. All right, now I've got four fun facts. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> like you mentioned, the ice tobaki. The, the ice <laughs> toboggan
0: like we'll stick
2: with ice toboggan the ice toboggan corky <laughs> skin was released in 2010 for the winter games in vancouver uh, it was released the same time as mighty jacks curling vagar, vancouver amumu whistler village twitch team spirit anivia festival kassadin oh. and union jack fiddlesticks all of which almost all of which at least notorious for being some of their champions respective worst. Yes. <laughs> They're so <laughs> terrible.
0: Weren't they,
1: weren't they also, gosh, wasn't ice tobacco in 1820? I thought some of them were, were 1820 priced. That I believe be in. Oh man. <sighs>
2: um, Along with that event, for the record, we also released special runes, which is something that we occasionally used to do for (laughs) some events and some special promotions, too. So this this one was released with uh, Mark of the Combatant, Lesser Mark of Alpine Alacrity, Seal of the Extreme, which, for the record, gave 2.5% dodge because that's the thing that runes used to have, Lesser Seal of the Metalist, Glyph of the Soaring Slalom, and lesser griff, glyph of the challenger. Oh man! So were what they
0: bonus dodge? Do
2: you would just equip quints and it would improve your dodge percentage, so you could just get like a base like ten percent dodge chance. So anytime someone auto attacks you, you just have like a ten percent oh. chance to not get hit.
0: What? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jax used to be built entirely around it was dodge. Feel that bad was...
2: gameplay. Yeah. Oh yeah. my
1: god. Man. So we were, th- were the stats. I really wasn't playing that. I don't think that's probably for the best. It's <laughs> probably for the fun. That's what Ninja Tabby used to do. <laughs> yeah. It used to give you uh, a... not that those exist anymore. But yeah, it dodge, dodge chance. Um, oh my god! Now were those runes? Were the stats the same? And it was just like the eye... the little symbol in them and the names were different. Yeah, like collectibles.
2: They... Yeah, exactly. Oh Gosh, yeah, I think are just I remember... collectibles.
1: <laughs> Did they? I feel like I used to have some not of not those, but ones for like um. Gosh, what do they call Snowdown? I think didn't they do a set of Snowdown ones at some point? I think I used to have some of those.
2: They did Snowdown. They did one for uh, some sort of Sugar Rush event. We had a bunch of like sugar themed um, uh, weird ones. We also did one as a promotion with Alienware. We had special <laughs> exclusive Alienware uh, <laughs> runes. Dope. Uh, yeah, it was good times. Second fun fact. <laughs> Uh, so, one of Corky's other skins is Fanatic Corky. Uh, so, we do special skins whenever a world championship team, you know, wins the world finals. Um, they'll kind of, each each player on the team will get a skin for either a champion that they're known for, famous for, or, you know, that they really like. They
0: played at worlds a lot of times. So. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, uh, the one for quirky is from Fanatic, who was the third... 1st They're an EU team who was the first ever world champions, which take that with a grain of salt because it was just (laughs) Europe and North America competing (laughs) that year. Um, uh, Interestingly enough, while they were the first world champions, that was not the first line of world champion skins because we did not actually start making champion skins for worlds until season two when Taipei Assassins won the world championship. Mm. And then we went back and gave fanatics some. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, another fun fact, our old roommate was one of the ones that worked on the, that Taipei skin line, Anton.
0: <laughs> We've had oh. a lot of random rioter roommates, because when you live in Los Angeles, you like often just rotate roommates out. And like when we needed a new roommate, John, who worked at Riot at the time, would just like send an email, be like, who needs a room? Yeah, who needs a room? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very easy to find roommates at Riot.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Last fun. Oh no! Sorry. Third fun fact for I was Corky. Say, we got four. Corky's cor- I know we got. Four. Oh, I
0: only see three.
2: I I only wrote three. This last <laughs> oh, one was kind of a last minute addition. Oh, it's in your head. Oh, yeah. Whoa. You know.
0: Whoa.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, Corky's quotes use uh, NATO phonetic slang.
0: What and is that?
2: So it's kind of what the what pilots use or like what i think just what like army uses in general okay. so like a sierra whiskey tango sure. to mm-hmm. um so through the use of that he calls people weak dicks yeah uh, through his use of you're what? nothing but a whiskey delta
0: how do you know that means weak dicks
2: urban dictionary that shit oh <laughs> uh, uh he also calls a situation a clusterfuck through his It's a Charlie Foxtrot.
0: I can, I'm going to need a better Corky impression to really get that. It's a Charlie Foxtrot. I That's regret asking. Just based on your <laughs> audio lines in there, you definitely blew out the Yeah, microphone.
2: enjoy editing those clips. <laughs> uh, and he, uh, he uses it to to just lol with a uh,
0: Lima Oscar Lima. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good, actually. Yeah,
2: that was really good. Final fun fact. Corky <laughs> can also be found in a mini game that was released oh. for one of the arcade events um, called Blitzcrank's Poro Roundup. There were additional characters that you could play through other than Blitzcrank once you kind of beat the game as Blitzcrank, um, including Nautilus. If you beat the game with Nautilus, it unlocks Corky using his uh, Earth Rider skin. Which as mm-hmm. I was also looking up alternate universes, I was curious how whether Earth itself counted as kind of like an alternate universe. But I kind of I think Earth should count as a champion and we should do an episode to <laughs> Earth because yeah. Oh I like that. I love he has that idea. as much lore <laughs> as he's got more lore than Corky technically, so <laughs>
0: Earth does have more lore than Corky, and I no. think both of you have a little bit more insight on the behind the scenes of Earth because you worked at Riot at the time. And we went to the event where they had pros play Earth mode. When Earth mode was very first created, they kicked it off with a, uh, you know, a professional setting game in like the LCS studios, and we were in the audience for that. I still have my Earth. Shirt and they gave away <laughs> Earth spatulas as well. Still have that. Use it like a regular spatula.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that the one where yeah, everyone dressed very good? Everyone dressed to the nines. Everyone was supposed was done up all fancy. Or am I thinking of a different Earth event? Oh,
0: I don't think so. Oh,
1: that was that was definitely one.
2: one of the yeah April Fools because Earth Earth is pretty synonymous with April Fools. Like yeah. every April Fools, there's something Earth related, and they definitely did dress up for one of the events i think yeah, the, the first ever manage, earth yeah. was the one that was preceded by the uh who is it crepo and someone else uh in the server room then that and is they, what like, i'm thinking because it was supposed to be nerf on right? the servers
1: <laughs> yeah it? it was like nerf <laughs> and then they fight fuck- oh remember they <laughs> the fucking ham yeah, on the they- server man oh god <laughs> scumbag crepo <laughs>
0: i don't remember this
1: oh
2: yeah they like went into the server room and just threw like literal slices of ham and that's what caused earth mode to turn into earth because everyone's just going ham now
1: (laughs) yeah we should watch that as a part of the earth episode it's a fun it's a fun show match oh yeah he
2: he has a champion judgment and everything so he's (laughs) in there oh my god
1: that's awesome
0: To go along with the, because uh, it just this has just got Welcome to Planet Earth stuck in my head, which is <laughs> to this date one of my favorite songs that Raya has ever done. But uh, I listened to the Cats vs. Dogs login music today, and it's so fucking good. I highly recommend listening to it. Can we play a little snippet? <laughs>
1: Pretty so fucking
0: good. good. The fucking meows. I was wheezing. Meow, 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 meow. John's really far into this glass of mead now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how are we feeling about Corky in general? I feel like when I was reading his lore, you know, in the brief time that I had to reflect on it as I was reading it, um, I was thinking like, okay, maybe Corky is just like, just a really small. in this universe he's not like one of the main players which I can get down with if they uh want to do that with champions but I still would like uh, I don't know uh, some kind of lore no matter how short that actually feels like some care went into it I guess
1: yeah yeah I I definitely agree with that Corky makes sense give him a bio give him a flavor story that's all we ever really need of Corky right he doesn't he doesn't need to be involved in much he doesn't yeah, he need doesn't to be to a, tie into like everyone yeah, else's
2: stories or anything
1: fighting in
0: a but... war or fighting for <laughs> some kind of throne or trying to get revenge for a loved one he's just vibing in bandle city but like give me some insight on that
2: yeah I'd, I'd be excited for when if if they kind of expand out like the bandle city lore for like all the champions there i'd be i'd be pretty excited for for that
0: Mm. Yeah, see
2: what Corky's role in all of that
1: is. <laughs> I was going to say, frankly, I think what we saw in the cinematic is—I mean, that's that's the Corky lore right there, right? This shit is going to yeah, get wiped. That's exactly they touch him. it. None of this crap's going to persist, right?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. He seemed to—it seemed like Tristano was kind of trying to be the leader there a little bit, and while she trusted Corky and asked for his help, she kind of saw him as like a bit of a—you know crazy old man in a lot of ways. Which that's a fun dynamic.
2: Yeah. I I I don't I don't think she did.
0: She didn't? Oh, what did she
2: No, Corky asked to help and then she told him to go somewhere (laughs) completely away from where she was going.
0: (laughs) Okay. Let's start that over. No (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so he yeah, he wasn't even supposed to show up. He just kind of ended up showing up after Tristana got herself in trouble. Yeah. Tristana, Tristana, doesn't seem to like the Yordles that she's around. She didn't want Lulu involved either. Well,
2: she she's like I don't know, I don't know what the the I know that she and Teemo are kind of like supposedly like elite type scouts and I don't mm. think any other Yordles are necessarily, so It'd be kind of like if two military people were going on a mission, and then their are like friends from back home who love playing Call of Duty. were like, can we come too? Okay. like, Jesus Christ! No, <laughs> How please.
0: How dare you compare Lulu <laughs> to some dude playing Call of Duty? Okay,
2: so some dude who's playing Dragon Age Inquisition.
1: I don't Not know. Lulu <laughs> man.
0: saved all of them. Pound in yeah. Doritos Lulu's and the shit. Best. <laughs> How dare <you? laughs> Uh, yeah, Corky's so fun and cute. I love playing him. He's, he's like a joy to play because of his voice acting and all of his quotes. I, I feel like I, I get Brom vibes from that where I just like genuinely like hearing him. Which says a lot
2: because he's got like 10 quotes. I know. And somehow like they're still just charming and not super they're old. so
0: like, charming. <laughs> I'd love more quotes, but the same voice actor, you'd have to get the same person. Oh yeah.
2: Sure. Yeah. Or me. I- Oh, you can yeah. get me to because, as you heard, I'm basically <laughs> the aversion of voices. Like Corky
0: <laughs> was in the room with me.
2: It was uncanny. All right, the, any the uh, daring John John De Deer.
0: <laughs> Uh John's pretty drunk. So, do we have any other <laughs> <laughs> thoughts on Corky?
1: No, I mean, I, I, I totally <laughs> so agree. With,
0: shorter episodes.
1: Yeah, for sure. I totally agree with what you said. Um, you know, give him give him more quotes and let him just keep s- let him stay in that kind of blowhard, um, kooky old man yordle who doesn't quite know what's happening um (laughs) i think that i think that's based to how strong of a design he he presents right is that even though he's he's from 2009 right he was in the original clash of fates teaser or whatever oh god yeah but he still got a really strong um i don't want to say like not literal silhouette but uh archetype you know people like i think it's really easy to figure quirky out in a good way you know so um yeah. I would love to see him. And,
2: and for what it's worth, also a literal one. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm he's curious a good if
2: literal silhouette.
1: <laughs> well, I know, I know he's been because I know they do polls. Don't they do polls about like which champion's going to get a big visual update or kind of rework? Mm. And I know he's been on that poll at least once. I want to say. Um, so I think whenever he does finally get a big visual update, I would bet he's going to end up looking like what we saw in that trailer, which I think will be great. Yeah. right? Yeah, he still yeah. looks like Corky, but just spruced up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> A little polished. Yeah. Any more? Uh, any more final thoughts?
1: Do we want to talk about Yordles? We can just push it to the next one, like Lulu or or whoever's next. I don't know who's next actually. I think it'd be, I think we can push it. We can push it. The only thing I would mention is that if anyone remembers the concept of Meglings, <laughs> I know John, you and I were were lolling about that. <laughs> but speaking of old uh. league lore, it used to be the case that. Uh, there were yordles and then there were meglings and yordles were like Timo, kenan uh i guess heimer anyone who's really furry f- and meglings were essentially it was essentially like poppy and Tristana, <laughs> right
0: <laughs> just
1: purple-skinned ladies yeah
0: yeah
2: yeah yeah that is weird yeah, because we're pretty sure, and I get—I couldn't find anything to 100% confirm it, but, yeah, I. as we started talking about it, I'm pretty sure that Tristana's old name used to be the Megling Gunner and not yes. the Yordle Gunner.
1: Yeah, yeah, and at some point Riot said, well, this makes no sense. Why do we have these two species that are near identical except that, you know, one of them's blue or purple or whatever, and one of them's furry? Just make them the same thing. Right, so at some point they did the Yord- <laughs> they called it the Yordle Unification Pass was the the project name for that.
2: <laughs> oh I didn't know that, that was neat. <laughs> yeah. Every adorable. now and
1: then you'll see people uh joking about the Megling genocide too. About how they went through and killed all the Meglings. <laughs> and even the Meglings.
0: <laughs>
1: that's it. It's because Corky's so old, so he was around for that. That's the hostilities that he saw. <laughs> that
2: that's was what funny. that's what broke him. He was that's in charge of the Megling.
0: <laughs> Please don't uh-huh. add that, Ryan. <laughs> and
2: that's how Megling turned into Clut, or that's how Corky turned into Clet. Yeah. Oh God. New head cannon.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: All right, honey. Alright. Well that's Corky. Thank you so much for listening. With Wrapping Up Corky, we have wrapped up the C's, actually. We're done with the C's. Yeah.
1: Kind of an inauspicious end to the C's with Corky and Chogas.
0: I know. We started strong with Caitlin Camille, and yeah. then Cassiopeia was kinda of right in the middle, and then they were like, Here are two champions we don't fucking care about.
1: Yeah. But
2: we're gonna get the bash brothers when we get to the d's so that'll be fun
0: yeah be sure to join us next week for that uh we'll be talking about the hand of noxus darius